Yo, yo, welcome back to the Audio Theory Podcast. If you're new to the channel, please hit the like button as well as the subscribe button. What's good, Danny? How have you been? I've been good, dude. Going on uh, 49 days sober and counting. So, Congrats. Thank you, bro. It's been uh, honestly easier than I thought it'd be. And honestly, dude, like I think the weather has a part to play with it. I'd love to get like how is it the bay right now. But bro, it's either fucking hell level of hot like dude like 98 degrees disgusting humidity feels like a hundred and something or it's fucking pouring so like there's not even things to do outside so like i mean i guess i guess the other side of it is i like, could it also just be home like binge drinking because they're whatever but yeah. i like drinking like in social settings so like there's really nothing social to do bro like no exaggeration the entire summer thus far because it's just so fucking hot like, how's the weather right now by you? Like, are you guys like actually enjoying your July and like summer start? Yeah, I would say it's actually beautiful. Um, so a lot of people don't like San Francisco weather because they say it's gloomy, which it is. But I find that it's not it's usually only gloomy in the mornings. And right now, because San Francisco tends to be chillier, uh, it's it's obviously hotter now. And it's like a solid high 60s at most high 70s with like a nice breeze Damn. so it's like my idea of perfect weather but la and more south bay it's like 80 boiling. yeah boiling okay 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 and it's so like but like, do people is there i mean by the bay are there like man-made beaches and stuff yeah we got we got several beaches but um i don't know if they're they're as swim friendly as like um let's say la or Okay. Other areas, no, I was just wondering, but, like, yeah. if, like right now, July nineteenth, it's seventy degrees. Is like, are girls or guys going to like lay out by the bay of the beach, or is that, is that not really a thing? In like, they Bay's definitely culture? are, but in the bay, I've, I've rarely heard someone say, "Hey, let, let's hit the beach." It's mostly let's hit the park. Got it. And just chill outside and just lay out and pick that yep. kind of a shit. Right? Was that famous park? I thought I've been there. Uh, uh, Dolores uh, Park. Dolores. Park. Yep, that was dope. Yeah, I love Fire. that place. Good vibe, fucking people on every kind of drug, and like no one gives a fuck. Like it's, <laughs> yeah, it's, a it's like literally place. utopia. And I know we're gonna it talk is about literally, that. Yo, dude, I'm telling <laughs> you, I was so confused when I went there with Billy like five years ago. I was like, bro, like he's on something. So is he. So is she. Mm -hmm. And like no one cares. <laughs> just right. like bro, just mind your business, kind of. Thing. Right. It's like what the '70s probably used to be like. Yeah, dude. What's wild? It's like that's a massive space. Mm -hmm. So it's yeah, like it really feels like you could be in your own little fucking world in the midst of like, dude, hundreds of people around you. Like it's pretty right. Cool. It's it's so ironic too because in that within that the confinement of that park, you got hundreds of people who probably make multiple six figures, maybe millions, yeah. on all kinds of drugs. But then you go a few blocks away, you got people on drugs as well, but they don't have a penny to their name. Probably like just in a fighting demons nonstop. Yeah, dude. And then you have like the real estate over there is super fucking expensive. Um, mm -hmm. Isn't isn't the full house house around there? Like, isn't that like a famous thing too? Uh, yes. Yeah, like you, it's walking distance, right? Or whatever. Yeah, so yeah. like, yeah, man, it's just like, yeah, the Bay is, uh, is pretty uh, unique in that way, dude. But speaking of the Bay, you were apartment shopping. So how is that going? Are we cool to talk about it on the air? Yeah, 100%. Yeah, it was, I mean, it went well. It was very casual. We just saw a few different apartments. Um, unfortunately, I think we're spoiled with our current one just because we have like a nice view. It's so 
close to work, like couldn't get any closer really and have this brand new of a place. Cause we, our place was like two years old when we uh, first moved in. And oh, dude, honestly, like when I went to visit you, it felt like you guys were the first people to ever live there. So we, uh, we were the second people to live in this particular unit, but we were the first people in our first unit. And it was like, the building itself was like 20% occupied. So right, 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 like right. it hadn't been used at all really. And uh, I think what makes it tough is with the commute, if I were to move to San Jose is unless I, we have a place right by a train station, I would have to drive to the station, get on the train, then walk 20 minutes. Then I would be at work. And I, I don't know if I'm prepared to fucking do a triathlon just to, to make it to work when I'm so used to, taking a five minute bus but isn't like you don't you have like a an office in san jose not in san jose near it but unfortunately i can't uh pick you and choose like where i'm at got it got it got it, yeah, got it. Yeah. like if you're like bro i'm gonna go post up in the new york office they're like the fuck you are <laughs> yeah <laughs> right yeah no exactly i mean maybe on a one-off scenario like if for your wedding or something maybe i could get remote. away with it yeah, but yeah, yeah, yeah. not like a full-time thing I understand. I understand. So was it just the distance? Like, were you able to find like bang for your buck? Like it made sense financially, all that kind of stuff. Would, would it work? Not quite. I mean, to be honest, the pricing is pretty much the same. The okay, we'd be paying the same, but we'd be getting amenities that I would use like the pool, um, nicer gym. But I, I just don't know if that, if the commute's really worth it. I did some research on Reddit and people were like, don't do this shit unless you absolutely have to. So that's kind of the only thing like I'm considering. It would be like your company's telling you to move because you're going to be right. moving. Gotcha. And if we do it, like for me, the non-negotiable is I have to be able to walk to the train station. And then the when I get off the train station, it has to be like less than a 10 minute walk to work. Yeah. Yeah. Because at the end of the day, you're not trying to like, God, whatever you, you wake up late now you miss whatever. And now you're fucking like jetting to work and you're sweating yeah, yeah. and you walk. Like that's a terrible feeling, bro. Right. Yeah. I hate I've, that been there, I've been there before. Like I remember like going to school in New York and I like, my mom would drop me off to the train station, get off the train. But if you fucking are late, then you're fucking running to class. And I'm like, bro, yeah. like, why am I doing this? Bro, like <laughs> there, there has to be a better way. Yeah, exactly. That's funny though, because you were doing that. I just so happened to do something similar um dude so gina and i like i read something and like a buddy of mine did this as well so just like the, the art of like visualization so like i was like again I'm, I'm very happy in my house i've only been here for like two and a half years but the idea of like visualizing obviously you want to upgrade at some point in the near future like maybe two three years from now and uh i was like bro let's just like go for a ride through some neighborhoods that we would feel like make the most sense Bro, we did that. And honestly, it was probably one of like the best dates we've ever had, bro. It was like five hours, AC bumping in the car, good conversation. I actually, she actually had to check me because she started getting like really excited about certain houses, like right on the water. And mm -hmm. I was like, bro, like we can't afford that shit in three years. You know what I mean? Yeah. She's like, bro, we're manifesting. Like we don't have to like, we'll figure out a way if that's, you know what I mean? And I was like, all right, you're right. I should have put limits to like what, you know, what's possible and shit. Yeah. But um, dude, it was fire. But it's funny, though, because I don't know if you guys have, I mean, you probably have this in the Bay. Um, so I'll, I'll just name you a city, dude. Like, so Hollywood, Florida has two parts to it, right? There's Hollywood, Florida, that's like beautiful houses built in the early 1990s and stuff like that. And then there's a part of Hollywood, Florida that's like kind of sketch, 
You know what I mean? Like yeah, not yeah. the best part of town. So bro, we saw what our last house was like at the end of Hollywood. Uh, it was the nicest house in the market in, in the area. And I, I think there's like a rule, like you never buy the nicest house in the neighborhood because you're already at the ceiling of what appreciation will be. So like you shouldn't move in. So bro, we're like, dude, fuck this. Like we're done for the day. This is a sign. Let's get the fuck out of here, bro. As we're leaving the fucking neighborhood, I get a flat tire because I like drive over a pothole. And now oh, I'm just damn. like, bro, now we're stuck here for an hour and a half fucking boiling sun. I can't change a fucking tire. She can't change a tire. So I'm like, all right, bro, roadside is, but it was just funny. It was like, bro, this is like an omen. Like, bro, like this is not the neighborhood for you. Bro. Like, yeah. Like, yeah. <laughs> I feel you on a, that. A very, a, a very uh, fun experience, bro. So like, um, so are you guys going to try again in the near future just to see if it makes sense? Or is it really now just like logistic? Like I got to only if it's like right by the, uh, the train station. Yeah. I think we're, I haven't ruled it out or we haven't ruled it out completely. Um, I think, we're going to check out some more spots, probably be more intentional about how close it is to the train station, just because it, it really only makes sense. Um, but if it doesn't happen, you know, this year, maybe next year, I think we're just going to do month to month probably. And that okay. way we always have the option. If I do change my mind or, you know, I switch jobs or whatever. Yeah, dude. Good for you. And like, as of right now, wifey is like, can work remote, right? No, she's two days in. Um, okay. So she's she's fine with making the sacrifice twice a week. Um, and she's she's like, I'm actually going to call in sick once a month and this and that, like trying <laughs> to optimize the hell out of this shit. But I don't have that luxury. But I think eventually she she might switch jobs and be fully remote anyway. So gotcha. um, we'll figure it out. Cool, man. Look at us fucking doing some adult shit over the weekend <laughs> for us, dude. But um, all right, man, let's get back to it. Episode 148, about to commence. Episode 147, all eyes on Drake, currently up on every platform. Please peep if you haven't just yet. But, dude, I think, like, it only makes sense uh, on July 19th that we start off with uh, with Travis Scott, man. Like, I feel like uh, the teases are, um, you know, there are billboards about something happening on July 21st, which is this Friday. Uh, as of right now, the concert is still taking place in Egypt the following Friday. And then as we're recording this on July 19th at 8.30 on the East Coast, uh, there have been, uh, Travis Scott's Instagram posted that he's dropping the song, which features him, The Weeknd, and Bad Bunny this Friday, at least. So again, the the marketing train has already left the station, right? So what are your thoughts on all of this as we're potentially, you know, nine days away from the album dropping? I think it's amazing. Um, I personally haven't been this excited for a drop in a long, long, long time. Um, obviously, there's a little bit of bias because Travis Scott might be my favorite artist currently, but um, I think the rollout's think been that, great. Before you go, my bad. Do you think the uh, you think he's your favorite because of like the scarcity aspect of it? I would say probably more so. I feel like his sound is just so rare and atmospheric compared to a lot of the traditional rap stuff that's out now. And I think his sound is uh, an inspiration for a lot of the music that I create myself. Um, but I think the scarcity aspect of it definitely uh, plays uh, a part in it. And when it comes to albums too, I feel so Travis Scott, like when he's featured 
a lot of times I'm I'm not even necessarily that impressed uh, when he's the feature on someone else's song. But I feel like when it comes to his own work, he he takes it a whole lot more seriously and curating some sort of experience. So yeah, I think I that's why that. for him, like I really anticipate projects because I'm like same with like Kanye or whatever. Like, I know this is their baby and they're not going to release it yeah. unless they're yeah. absolutely proud of it. Whereas you have other artists who are like, just let me feature on every single song possible, but I'm going to throw out an album just, just so you remember that I'm, I'm my yeah, own yeah, artist. Yeah, I agree with that dude. Cause yeah, his features like, because, because it's almost like the young thug theory that we had a couple episodes ago. It's like, dude, I don't go to you for like 16 bars. So yeah. you doing a feature really doesn't do anything for me. You know what I mean? Like I, I want to see, how you create the hooks, what's the production level, your ad libs, you know what I mean? So I, 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 I get that. Mm -hmm. So, yeah, uh, I mean, I'm, I've no, I, I would say my expectations are super high, um, but I have no fear that I'm not going to be uh, impressed. Nice. So if you had to put money on it, are you saying, you think the album's coming out next Friday, the 28th, or do you think we get like the full thing instead of just a single uh this coming friday i think next friday i feel like it would be kind of odd to be like hey look out for this one song but i also have the rest of the shit like i'm sure there's other yeah. big names on the project um and i think since he hasn't really done anything since the astral world uh catastrophe i feel like he's just like all right let me get the big names out there so you guys remember this shit is dropping yeah i'm assuming he knows it's going to be a banger of some sort so I, I agree with a lot of people who think the egypt live stream is when we're going to have this full project yeah i think the egypt concert is going to be like almost like a, a listening party right mm -hmm. like a full-on full-blown listening party at the most epic level uh, I know there's been rumors that it's canceled, not canceled. I hope it's happening. I think it's happening, bro. Cause I really just think like, dude, like there's just too much on the line, bro. Like the Jordan brand is all in Travis Scott's all in. Like, it's like, bro, you better, you better fucking make this work. You know what I mean? Yeah, like yeah. you don't give a fuck about what, you know, if this music doesn't go with cultural beliefs, it, it, it will that night. You know what I mean? Mm -hmm. Like you will make it work that night. So yeah, man, I'm excited, dude. I, I, I agree. I think the album's going to be uh, on the 28th. It just seems like it, it, it's going to make sense. Uh, for this release, though, this single, bro, like, I am so intrigued, like, what the sound is going to be. Because we, yeah. we just came off an episode where we were both kind of like, I don't really get the weekend anymore, if I'm being perfectly honest. Like, so, and then obviously, I'm like, we're both massive Bad Bunny. Like, who doesn't like Bad Bunny? So mm -hmm. I'm just, like, really curious, like, well, how is this going to work, right? Like, if, if I had to guess... It's going to be the weekend on the hook, you know what I mean? And then a verse yeah. each for Bad Bunny and Travis, but Travis ad-libs throughout the outlet, throughout the track. But yeah, I'm very curious, bro, to lead with that because yeah, yeah, that that's like very intriguing. Mm -hmm. Yeah, I'm intrigued just as much. Um, I think whatever it is, it'll be uh, a unique mix because those three artists are very different. But who knows? I mean, it maybe it'll be some semi-generic like '80s type shit, like what yeah. Bad Bunny did on uh, the Tiny album or something. But uh, I'm looking forward to it, and I feel like he can't afford to to miss by having those two people on the song. Yeah, dude. But I feel like if we read into it, I know we want to talk about conspiracy theories. So maybe this is a nice pivot. But I feel like with the title Utopia, right, and uh, 
dude i feel like this is gonna be like a like a like a trance of an album like it transcends you somewhere else bro and mm -hmm. i feel like every song is gonna have that theme so like i'm really intrigued to like see like hear bad bunny on some like non-trap beats talk about shit like that like that's because yeah. like again i you don't really get that from him right it's always not the same but like he has a formula and he does a very good job sticking to it right um so I, it'd be very intriguing to talk like for him to talk about like going to another world or mm -hmm. being on a bunch of fucking drugs and like stuff like that because i think that's like uh i don't know if you've been online yet but like the um the single cover art is a lollipop yeah i was I gonna think, say yeah i think the lollipop is meant like an innuendo about like when people are on drugs and rolling they keep the lollipop in their mouth to like calm them down and let them remind them like they're alive right like from what i've been told kind of no i think that's a, a great analysis of the the symbolism i was gonna say my my if i do have a fear is that the lollipop was gonna be some more generic surface level like commercial shit like i don't know some girl giving good head or something stupid oh I no i was thinking yeah i was thinking like just drugs bro <laughs> like, i was like that's yeah. like all over my head. <laughs> yeah i mean if that's the case i am on board and think this song might be next level yeah yeah, yeah, I know for sure. Dude. I'm, I'm super excited. So um, for you, though, like, because uh, just like in the YouTube uh, atmosphere, what uh, there's been like hints of like conspiracy theories coming back around um, as the album is getting closer. So like, what are what are you hearing? I mean, a lot of people are just vaguely saying it's in Egypt because he's going to, I don't know, harness more energy from the people and it has to be in Egypt. I think the pyramids are closely tied to like Illuminati symbolism and stuff. And I don't know, there's, there's just no basis to any of these theories, obviously. Um, and everyone, you know, likes to take it to the extreme because I mean, he is doing something that's pretty unusual versus what other rappers do in terms of performances. However, he's not the average the rapper. rapper. Yeah. And it's one of the, uh what is it seven wonders of the world um yeah. that everyone like i'm assuming would be interested in visiting and why not have a cool ass performance if if it's been done before there as well like i think yeah it makes sense and we've seen so many artists in the past uh have symbolism that might be kind of edgy or weird but that doesn't mean they're sacrificing fucking goats and yeah. drinking baby blood and shit like People just, I don't know, people just want to find any way to explain a tragedy because it's scary if you think bad shit can just randomly happen, which it can. So instead of saying, oh, people fucked up and didn't organize the concert properly, people want to think it's, you know, demons and shit that caused everything to go awry. Yeah, yeah, this that, that definitely seems like a, a stretch, um, but I also think it's probably a little bit of hate. Like, I feel like Bro, like, I think a lot of people get mad when, like, rappers specifically try to be different, bro. Mm -hmm. Like, why in Egypt? Like, and it's like, bro, like, what do you want me to do? Like, fuck it at a club? Like, <laughs> like, rent out, live, and just, like, have everyone. It's like, bro, that's like, dude, it's 2023. And, dude, this guy has always been, like, so far ahead of the game. So, like, dude, why not let him be different, bro? Because I feel like he is already at the level. Not, not, uh, I know Rap Caviar came out with, like, uh, you know, um, you know, team one, team two, team three of like uh, hip hop artists. But like, bro, he's close to Drake in the sense that, bro, he's not just of this culture. You know what I mean? Like, he is a full blown pop star, bro. Like, from the music, 
from the demographic at his shows, from his baby mama of two children. Like, bro, he's just in a different world. So why wouldn't he put on like a different kind of show? You know what I mean? So that mm-hmm. part, which is annoying, it's just like, bro, like, why don't you let, let art, like rap artists be different as opposed to like, nah, man, it has to be in a club or a concert and you need to have like 45 people on stage with you just fucking standing there doing nothing. It's like, bro, like, we're not doing that shit anymore, right? So that, that part seems like annoying when they still try to like bring it back to like old school ways of doing things. But it's like, bro, like, that shit would never work now. Right, exactly. And I'm a huge, huge fan of his. And I believe he's performing at Rolling Loud this weekend. But I don't think I'm going to tune in to watch it because it's just a regular right. ass show. Whereas the pyramids on board, and it wouldn't even have to be Travis. If someone's someone I even kind of like says they're doing a live stream at the pyramids, I'm probably going to tune in just because it's something I haven't Any, seen. Bro, yeah, dude, it would have to be a the list of people who I wouldn't see would be very small, to be perfectly honest, bro. Like anyone, yeah. bro, like they, pick a fucking name, like Jesus, like. Bro, if R. Kelly said he was doing a show at the pyramids, <laughs> like, yo, I'm probably going to pull up, bro. Like, I'm uh, just letting you know right now. So, yeah, yeah, no, I, I feel you. Was there anything else that kind of stood out, though, as far as, like, any uh, conspiracy uh, theories? No. Uh, just the same old, same old from, from the last uh, event. And a lot of people are assuming or claiming that, you know, it's going to be another catastrophe. And I'm like, all right, if 100 people wish that? die then cool. Like maybe I'll believe it because you should have learned the first time and there's no way you would allow that to happen. But I don't know. It's stupid. I'm like, there's no way like, bro, this is going to be the safest concert in the history of fucking shows, bro. (laughs) Exactly. And why would an artist who's on top jeopardize everything to quote unquote harness energy from souls or whatever? It's like, you can't win with these people, no matter if nothing happens or if something happens, it's, 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 always some sort of Illuminati conspiracy on how and why they got to the top. And what it really boils down to is insecurity. Like if, if you're too lazy to work hard, you just make up excuses. Oh, you know, he probably sucked this dude's dick to get to this position or he, you know, probably fucked over 500 million people to, to get to the top when it's not that. Yeah, when it's just hard work, right? Because they're probably, I'm telling you, man, like those conspiracy theorists are probably shocked that he's been able to turn it around so quickly. Mm. It's like, bro, when it wasn't your fault and you're a very talented artist, like, yeah, man, you're going to be able to recover from this shit, right? Honestly, like in the moment, it feels like, bro, like how are we here already a year later? You know what I mean? After all that. Dude, but as the dust settled, the legal suits came back. He was never, you know, he never was found guilty of anything. Bro, why wouldn't he be back to where he was prior, if not at a higher level, when he's that good of an artist? So, you know, good for him. I'm sure the streaming number is going to be nuts. Um, they haven't announced yet what platform is going to be streamed on you, right? No, I don't believe so. I've just seen the word live stream. Okay. Yeah, that's going to be fucking lit, bro. So I got to figure out how... Well, it's going to be Thursday night, right? Like, a min- Is it a midnight thing or... Um, that I'm not sure. So obviously if the album comes out, it'll be midnight East coast time. But in terms of the live stream, um, I mean, what Egypt, I'm assuming he'd perform, he'd perform it at night in Egypt. So So then it'll probably be like early afternoon for us. If I had to guess. Yeah, that makes sense. Yeah. Maybe we already have a chance to listen to some of the songs and then like we're seeing the full like production. Yeah. 
again, either way, uh, it's going to be must-see TV or must-see whatever. So mm-hmm. uh, I'm definitely excited to get that information. We'll get it out to everyone as well. Um, all right, man, but predictions, though, bro, because we are a world of, you know, first week numbers only really matter for a certain few of artists. Uh, he is one of them. So if you had to put money on it, friendly wager, what are you thinking he's going to do as far as sales um, the first week? So, yeah, in, in this instance, I did. I t- took a look at Astroworld. I believe it did 500-ish first week. Um, which I also is wild, paid it, bro. Which is, yeah, that's insane. And I, I do think the sicko mode Drake surprise had a lot to, to do with it. Um, but I also took a look at her loss just to get a sense of that. Um, and Mr. Was it Mr. Morale? And um, I forget the, the rest of the album name, the Kendrick one. But uh, Mr. It, Morale and, yeah, and no, the yeah, Steppers. Yeah, yeah. Um, but in any case, I feel like he'll do a bare minimum 300,000 just because he's also doing the bundle deal stuff, which, you know, helps inflate the numbers. But my optimistic guess that I'm going to go with is somewhere between uh, 400 and 500. Yeah, bro, that's high. That's definitely, that's definitely higher than. So going back to the research you did. So what was it for her loss and uh, Kendrick? Her loss, I think, was mid 400s. Kendrick uh, was like 290s. Yeah, but there was something that Kendrick didn't do that didn't let the numbers get too high. Um, I, I think it was like on purpose. Like he didn't like release it on certain platforms or something. Yeah, I like, didn't I remember there was something that didn't let it like go like stupid. The number like the album did very well. But yeah. there was something that he didn't do because he didn't want to like just engage in some kind of shit that normal people do. Yeah. And also on top of that, I mean, he honestly didn't really do much promo except for that that thing where he was the music video where he was changing his face to like different artists and he didn't really have a a a single to propel it and people were just calling it like too conscious and stuff so i think kendrick if he made a more commercial album could have easily done closer to like 400 if there was like humble type hits on it um but i think for travis especially with this bad bunny weekend situation if he's if he gets a couple like sickle mode type situations going, I could see him doing 400 or yeah, 400 to 500. Okay. So you're going forward to 500. I'm going to go, I'm going to go minimum 350, 350. Cause again, I just, there's, I feel like there's something about the scarcity that may have just like those casual Travis scan, Travis Scott fans aren't still as engaged and like may not just like tune in or stream it like a bunch of fucking times like they would have before, right? Because think about like, dude, when he dropped Astro World, bro, that like the the previous album wasn't that long before it. You know what I mean? I think it was only like a two year gap between uh, Birds in the Trap to Astro World. And bro, he was like still releasing videos. He dropped highest in the room like right before, right after. Like he was like on a fucking like run, right? And this mm-hmm. really feels like, bro, like. Yes, he had like little projects here and there. And obviously he went away for a year, but yeah, it feels like a long fucking time. So I don't know if those casual fans will still be as engaged as they were before. So, so again, 350 is still phenomenal considering oh, yeah, like yeah. what other artists are doing right now. I think that would be the number one selling album of the year, like immediately. But I would say minimum 350, but I agree with you. This has a chance to do like 500 plus. Um, because again, dude, like even, even Drake, bro, like, Bro, like I just also think like with him, it's like the opposite. Like, bro, it's almost like we're getting too much from you. So I don't even know if people are running to it like they would before because, like, bro, like 
we'll hear it eventually fuck like i don't yeah. need to hear it at midnight or some shit right i i do see your point with the scarcity thing but i feel like right now is actually the perfect time because besides gunners return <laughs> like i can't think of any moment or person to like really tune into i mean the drake tour is happening so i'm excited for that but outside of that i'm like i have nothing to latch on to so i, I almost feel like out of sheer boredom those casual on the fence people will just be like this is the best thing I, i'm probably gonna get for a while so like why not listen bro that's a great point yeah dude you, yeah I, I agree with you bro that's a very good point like uh what else are you gonna do <laughs> I mean, yeah like like, like literally if you like hip-hop like what the fuck else are you doing bro like you're, yeah I'll, we'll get into heat of the week later but like jesus bro like i am i'm at the gym struggling bro like, yeah, yeah. i went like, through a I whole playlist to fuck you mean next. like over and over again right no same I, I went through like five gym playlists and i found myself at the gym for like 25 minutes hadn't burned a single calorie just trying to find a song just trying to find something bro like what can get me going because yeah i'm like bro like i like the pre-workouts pumping i can't just be you know fucking house music or i'm like nah bro i need fucking some gritty fucking hip-hop like what the fuck is on my phone so okay we'll get to here the week later but yeah super excited for utopia let us know your thoughts let us know how many um you know streams or numbers you think he's gonna do the first week um but yeah i think bare minimum 350 and then this has a chance of doing any upward of 500 to 600 um like you were saying um but speaking of uh anticipated albums apparently there's rumors of kanye also known as yay working on a new project i think there was a videos or pictures emerged of him in japan um in the studio or just like rumors of him working in a studio so your thoughts if that is accurate um on a on a kanye project on the way i mean i, I wouldn't be surprised i feel like similar to travis kanye's just been staying out of the headlines on purpose he's obviously in love with has a passion for music so i can't imagine he's just sitting at home doing nothing uh he's probably working on an album of some sort really curious to see like if he takes on a new approach or kind of backtracks on his stance on you know the jews and, and things like that um not too sure if we can ever predict what this next album is going to sound like or or what the message is going to be like but i'm excited but just knowing him being such a perfectionist, I wouldn't be surprised if this doesn't come out till like end of 2025 or something. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Like he just might be in the studio, but it's, we may not. I, again, I, I think I mentioned before, I hope we get an album from him this year, but it, it probably won't be to be perfectly honest. Like, I don't know if the heat has like completely gone away on him, bro, yeah. because again, bro, he said some wild shit. We all know that. I, we also said he's a couple, he's one hit away from people just not giving a fuck. Like, for example, just so you know, um, Adidas just released, like, the full lineup of all the Yeezys that are coming out again starting in July. And, nice. like, I think when they dropped a couple ones, like, a couple months ago, that shit sold out immediately. So, like, again, I don't think people really, like, I think people, are, like, looked at the, at stuff about, like, the his comments. Like, bro, that's just Kanye being fucking a weirdo. Like, that's, you know, that's not taking it too seriously kind of a thing. But, I mean, man, messaging-wise, though, like, what if you had to put, like, you know, a hundred dollars on like what you actually think the album's going to be about. Cause I feel like it's going to lean towards like Donda, like still like focusing on like a gospel thing. Like, I don't really think we're going to get the Kanye that's like funny with the ad libs talking shit, you know, 
you know, my black, like, you know, like the, the, the song with fucking uh, Jamie Foxx, where he's like, I got a white girlfriend, looks mm-hmm. like, yeah, I yeah. don't think like we're going to get like funny tongue in cheek Kanye anymore. Like, I feel like we've passed that. Again, it may just be him growing up and just not being in that mode anymore, which is fine. But yeah, I feel like it's going to be more like still in the gospel slash hip hop realm. Yeah, I'd agree with that. Um, I don't think it'll be as fun as we anticipate. Yeah, that's a great point, like, Fun, bro. Like, yeah, I remember fun. Connie was fun, dog. Like, mm-hmm. that's like, people forget, bro. Like, uh, my Brit- my beautiful Dark Twisted Fantasy was a fucking fun masterpiece. You right. know what I mean? Yeah, fun's um, a good word. And like, yeah, dude, that's a great word. I just feel like his last two products, like, you got to respect the talent and like the risk he took. But she was it fun bro like i'm not going yeah. back to that shit like yo let's fucking the summer let's fucking enjoy the you know the weekend or some shit it's like eh. yeah he he's one of those people where now i'm like i have absolutely no idea what to expect um i think it's hard not to admire how creatively uh of a genius he is but at the same time it it's reached a point where it's a lot of stuff with him is kind of like an acquired taste and Half the time you don't even know what to think. You're just like yeah. he's in his own world. He's built his own world. Respect, but like it's it's hard for me to really understand who you are. Like I don't I don't know who yeah. he is anymore. Like I really don't. Yeah, dude. And even like with like the appearances, right? Because like even like um, do I remember like when the Yeezy shit was first popping off? Right, it was like the baggy shirts with the holes in it but the jeans kind of fit really in a cool way and the sneakers were fire. You're like, all right, bro, like this is different, but I could, I could wear this shit. Mm-hmm. But now like what, like seven years later, we're like, man, like the shit that he wears, you're like, bro, and you're out of shape. You know what I mean? Like you're close to 50. Like, are you re- like, am I really meant to be like inspired? Cause I feel like Connie is like similar to like Jay-Z or like whoever, like, you like embody who the artist is as a whole, right? Like there's like Jay-Z is just fucking cool. You know what I mean? Like, bro, like, mm-hmm. I want to be fucking like, who was want to be Jay-Z, right? And I feel like Kai's at that weird stage where like, he's kind of like getting like sloppy looking, like shit's tight in the wrong places. Yeah. And it's like, yeah, dude, like your music. I'm like, bro, like, I mean, I'm not, this is, like, is, is it bad? But like, is it for me? You know what I mean? Like, you know what I mean? It's, like, it's just like, it's very odd to like get behind it right now. Again, am I excited for it? Will I peep it? A hundred percent. But am I like, bro, I cannot wait to listen to this because this is going to be like the anthem or like the fucking, uh, you know, soundtrack to my life for the next like year. There's no fucking way, bro. Right. Again, I just don't think like, I don't think he's even trying to connect with people like that anymore. It's like, bro, I'm on this whole different wave. It's me and God. And if you kind of want to listen to it, listen to it. But I don't give a fuck. Well, yeah, which good for him. Right. And yeah, for instance, like that one song he has with the game where he he clowns Peter da- Pete Davidson, um, like the the beat and everything sounds good, but every time the song comes on, I'm like, I can't like relate fire. to any of this shit. The beat is fire, but like when it comes to Kanye's part, like besides the the intro part, like I love when he's like, I don't I don't negotiate with therapists and shit, but like once he gets to the Pete Davidson part, I'm just like this is like stupid like i feel like i'm just reading hearing twitter hearing yeah, tweets yeah. or something like i think that's the only thing is I, I get he's being authentic to himself and that's dope and everything but it's almost like too in the weeds of his personal life bro it's like 
I was listening to a podcast, bro. Like, it's like re-listening. So that specific song, because I, I heard that song recently, for example, because mm-hmm. I had like uh, the algorithm, like I played a couple of game songs and that song came on. And bro, listening to that song, specifically Kanye's lines, dude, it makes me like re like thinking about us today at 34, 33, re-listening to Eminem talking about like killing a bunch of people and like laughing about it when we were kids. Mm-hmm. And now we're like, bro, like, this is kind of weird, dog. Like, you know yeah, I mean? yeah. like, like, I don't want to hear about you trying to kill your mom and kill your baby mom. Like every, like, it's just like, yeah, it's just like stuff that doesn't resonate like at all. You know what I mean? Mm-hmm. So, okay. But you can't deny that there's talent there. Um, but yeah, so it's, it's, it's very intriguing. So that all being said, if he were to drop an album today, at some point this year, next year, how do you think that would do opening week? Like, you know, as we're talking about like Travis. I think it would do phenomenal. I mean, he's one of the rare people where like the bad publicity, no matter how bad it gets, like there's an audience for him and people would tune in. He would easily do several hundred thousand first week, if not more, even if it was, wasn't like the most mainstream sounding thing, people just care what he says, even though, some of the shit he says makes no sense or is crazy or people don't think uh, you like we're, we're ready to hear, but yeah, he'll do well no matter what. Yeah, I agree with that. Or, or like enough people intrigued enough to think if they're going to get like the old Kanye back or some shit, right? Like, Hey, yeah. maybe he turned a leaf and now he's back being fun again. Right. Which, right. Like, I just, I don't think, I personally don't think we're going to get that version of him again him back. Unfortunately. No, I, I agree. Yeah. But yeah, I agree. I think uh minimum for him is like 200,000, bro. He's just some like brands are just too big to fail. You know what I mean? And I feel like mm-hmm. he's, uh, he's cut um, of that cloth. So again, too pretty. Um, I wouldn't say, yeah, I mean, I think Connie's like a goat um, and Travis is definitely in rare air. So those are like two established artists. Let's say complete pivot and go to some newer artists. So um, if you could pull this up and go through the list, because I don't have access to it, the Double uh, XL 2023 class was announced, I think, a week ago. Some names we know, uh, Central C being, the, I think, the standout in it, and also Glorilla. Um, but who else? I think it's like I think it's like ten people, right? Yeah. So we got uh, Finesse two times, Lola Brooke, Rob Forty Nine, Friday Glorilla, Too Rare, Sleazy World, Go. Central C, Real Boston Richie, La Tyler, Tia, Tia Corrine, I believe, uh, DC The Don, and then Pierre Bourne uh, was like the cypher producer. Oh, he was DJing, right? Yep. Damn, bro. I felt bad for him even being there, bro. Like, like, you know, like, <laughs> the beats were fire, like, though. That shit made me actually pay attention. The production quality, right? Yeah, the production, yeah. Yeah, no, for sure. But I feel like, dude, like, it's weird, dude, because when he came out, like, heavy with Playboy Cardi, I thought he would just keep, you know, and mm-hmm. I feel like it's, we haven't really, yeah, we never really hear those Pierre beats yeah. anymore, at least that that tag on, like, any, like, bangers anymore, right? But again, we also probably don't get that many bangers, to be perfectly honest. But, um, so, they released that list. The Cyphers uh, came out a couple days ago. I think everyone but Central C and Glorilla performed from the two. It was two videos, right? Yeah, the the okay. two cyphers, and then they had the two individual cyphers. freestyles. Correct. So, your thoughts on what you saw from all those artists removing Central C and Glorilla from it? For the most part, like the overwhelming thought was like none of these these guys are like 
freestyle cipher level artist that like anyone would necessarily want to hear. Um, right. I, I'm sure they have tons of great songs that they produce in the studio and they sounded pretty good over the, the Pierre Bourne beat, but like they were all basically saying the same thing. Like I got, I could take your bitch. I got this watch and this money. And I'm like, do I need to hear this fucking eight times in a row? <laughs> and it was like overwhelmingly Southern artists, no hate to the South. I, I probably overwhelmingly listened to Southern artists, but I'm like, well, can we get some, some variety in these, this freshman list? Like they're all talking about the same thing. You had like one standout New York artist, Lola Brooke, who, who stood out cause she did her thing. Uh, I feel like New York artists in general are kind of cut from a different cloth and have different expectations. Yeah, so even at average, suits them. right. Like it suits them perfectly. And even I feel like an average New York lyricist uh, artist is like a better lyricist than a lot of these guys who um, are like more trap oriented, but yeah, I wasn't over overall. I wasn't really impressed. And I, I do not, personally i didn't see anyone who struck out to me as like a superstar like a kendrick or drake who's yeah. going to be around for 20 plus years yeah dude dude right on the fucking yeah on the money dude uh because the, the sad thing is right and again hindsight's always 2020 right i hope that we're proven wrong 10 years from now but on the second cypher that was a little bit longer uh, i let the video keep playing and then the next video was the cypher from 2013 which mm. was, was it 2013? Oh, whichever the one was, it might have been 2013. That was the one with like Uzi, Denzel Curry, uh, Baby, uh, Little Dicky. Um, Drama was the DJ for that one. It may have been whatever, six, seven years ago, right? Bro, but that Yachty was in that one. Bro, fucking star power, dog. Like star power. But man, this was so underwhelming, bro. And like cringeworthy. You know mm. what I mean? Like, like what is happening, dude? Like, I, I, I could, like, if there was an audience there, dog, that audience <laughs> is just looking side to side, like, what the, yo, even if it was a free ticket, we paid too much, right? Because yeah. we will not get our time back <laughs> at all, bro. But, dude, I will say, the moment I knew this was not going to go well, and I don't remember his name, but it was the artist that he had like the band, not the band, like a, like the scarf on his head that was a little bit mm. higher than normal. And he was like singing, bro. Oh. Like, you know what I'm talking about? Like it was, uh. he was like singing, like he, they all get like a minute and a half or a minute each. And he was like mm. singing for the first 30 seconds. And I'm like, bro, like, that's not what this is. It's probably you know Friday. Like, what's his name? I think, I believe it was Friday. Okay. Cause he's like the singer of the group basically. Yeah, dude. And that's my thing is like, bro, like, I'm sure that that doesn't mean you can't make good songs, right? Mm -hmm. But what I think freshman lists, let's get these guys doing freestyles and ciphers, bro, that's not it. You know what I mean? Like, that's not what the legacy of double XL's freshman list is. It's like, bro, right. like, are you a legit rapper? Can we put you in the fucking booth and you're going to fucking just come spitting absolute flames that proves to us that we should peep you after this fucking list comes out? Mm -hmm. And like, dude, none of them did that for me, except Lola. What, what's her mm -hmm. full name? Lola Brooke. Dude, dude, I liked her a lot because, dude, she was fucking confident as fuck. And also, I do. I'm a big Foxy Brown fan, and she had a lot of like Foxy Brown like yeah. tone to her. So like that made her stand out like crazy. 
And there was a, a sense of aura around her, like this wasn't overwhelming. This is some shit that she would do on a on a regular. But bro, everyone else, bro, like, dude, yeah, like that shit was like I almost felt like it's how the fuck is this only five minutes long? Like this shit felt like forever. <laughs> yeah. No, shout out to Lola Brooks. She I was gonna say she's the only one I was thoroughly impressed with. And I think it was dope too that a female artist outshined all of the the men in this situation. And I, I'm sure some people are gonna, you know, leverage that situation to be like, well, they must really suck then. But no, she's genuinely she, yeah, like you said, really, confident, great flow in her little personal freestyle. She like made it personal and was talking about her family and and this and oh, that. Nice. Whereas the other people were just like, oh, like my AP and I got eight chains and I got brain from your bitch and stuff and stuff like that. And I'm like, this isn't new at all. And I'm sure you got hits, but this is not what this is. This is not what this is, bro. This is not what this is. And if you're going to put yourself in that environment, you got to come correct, bro. Like, I don't know if you get ghostwriters or something, but you mm -hmm. got to figure out a way to, yeah, man, like make yourself, oh, dude, the legacy, bro. Like, dude, you know how many years, like back to back, that list did not fucking miss. Just fucking, yo. And it wasn't even like one or two, bro. Like if it's a freshman class of 10, it's like seven are fucking mm -hmm. stars. And like the other three are still around and okay. You know what I mean? But like, dude, this entire class scene, again, besides Central C, Lorilla, uh, and Lola, like forgettable, bro. Like mm -hmm. I didn't even want to learn their names. Cause I'm like, bro, you're, you're, you're right. never going to be on a list that I actually want to fucking uh, attend. I'm never going to go to Rolling Loud early to see you perform at the four o'clock set. Like, bro, I just, I don't care. It's, it's TikTok, man. Like half of the, half of these artists nowadays, they have one viral song which is amazing. Like I, if one of my songs went viral, cool. But like I, with but time, I realized it's not a song, bro. They have like 10 seconds snippet. of okay, a fire yeah. lyric, yeah, yeah, bro. Like something that's so like, you can act it out. Right. Bro. Like they don't, they don't, they cannot make fire songs, bro. Mm -hmm. Like they, I'm telling you, they can With the exception of central C. Cause he's someone oh, who, dude, that's, uh, and we'll get to him me. in a second. We'll yeah. get to him in a second. I'm talking about the ones that were at the cypher. Yeah, no, 100% agree with you. And but the thing is, like, it'll make me skeptical. So Central C, I for the longest time, I was like, I'm not going to check his stuff out because I heard the Doja Cat song a billion times. I personally didn't like it. So I'm like, I wonder if everything else is just kind of like a let me get viral type of song. And I was fortunately proven wrong. And now he's like one of my favorite new artists. But I think TikTok is is just becoming a great get clout quick scheme, not even get rich quick scheme, get clout quick uh, scheme. And then double XL, they don't have to do much work. It's just like, all right, let me go. Let me sort this shit by TikTok uh, yeah, shares plays. and then yeah, 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 yeah. plays or whatever and, and put them on. Yeah, dude. Yeah. I, 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 spot on, man. But we can get to central. I think like, I think it diminished the quality of the list. And honestly, like, how serious we're going to take this list moving forward for him not to be a part of the cypher dog. It's <laughs> like, you know, like when the BET awards, it's like best rapper Drake or Kendrick and they're not there. Yeah. And they're like, bro, I'm not there. Cause I don't give a fuck about this award, bro. Right. You know what I mean? And like for him and even Glorilla, bro, to not be there and take part Bro, they're like, bro, fuck your list, bro. Like, you know I mean? <laughs> yeah, like this is insulting, kind of. 
Yeah, not even to like, dude, like this doesn't matter anymore. You right. know what I mean? Like, it's not like, dude, like that, those XL lists mattered during the blog era, bro. Like, we're like, you were like, yo, I've never even, I kind of heard a couple of songs in a mixtape, but dude, I would love to hear more and learn more about these artists. Right. Bro, exactly. no one's trying to learn about these fucking artists right now. Like, no. why, bro? Because you're right. not going to give me enough content to, you know, to actually be intrigued about. And right. What do you even, you're not even saying anything in your lyrics that makes it remotely different from the guy right before you, right after you. Right. And we got you access to your Instagram and all this. So we, if we really want to find out about you, uh, we can just go there and, and see the fucking 15 watches you rapped about. Yeah, bro. Yeah, yeah, dude. But yeah, I thought him and Gorilla not being a part of it made, it was like the, Dude, honestly, like the nail in the coffin for this whole list, bro. Mm -hmm. Like, almost like, dude, this list can come out next year. And, like, I, I don't give a fuck, bro. Like, there's going to be, first of all, there's going to be no one on this list next year. Like, first, I think they should actually, like, dude, like, make this shit, like, top three. Like, hey, these, like, we don't need 10 people, bro. Right. Like, you know what I mean? Like, don't force us. These are the top, no, you don't have the top 10 freshmen, and that's okay. 2024. We have four people to talk about. <laughs> That's fine, mm -hmm. bro. It could be a fucking five-minute cipher. Because, dude, like, them trying to pretend that these ten are, like, it is just more a fucking, uh, not a slap in the face of hip-hop. But, like, the it, it just, like, proves what we've been saying for a while. Like, dude, the state of hip-hop is in a bad spot right now, bro. Like, right. it's very bad. Like, there's a reason we're, like, so eager for Travis and Drake besides the fact that like we love them as artists it's like bro we have nothing else like, dude, right. like so for you to try to say that these are the next 10 up mm -hmm. bro then we should start fucking looking for new genres bro because i don't want to be a part of this shit <laughs> right or like reframe it in a way of like you know who's hot now or something but like before you felt like it was these guys are going to carry the torch now it's just yes. like if you've been living under a fucking rock and you want some quick you know hits to rock to we got these 10 people but like don't expect to see them necessarily in fucking two years and do even hits is like a loose like that's a loose right. phrase bro like <laughs> or like if you down if you deleted tiktok last week you know we got yeah, you yeah, check yeah. this out yeah yeah dude wild bro but uh, again shout out to lola brooke i think she was the most impressive she set up the most um, but yeah, dude, when that guy started fucking singing, I was like, bro, this is, this is <laughs> I can, I do, I literally was thinking about like, if I was in the crowd, I'd be like, bro, isn't this like a freestyle? Like what the fuck's going on? <laughs> yeah. It might've been too rare actually. I'm not, uh, I can't recall, but either way, yeah, it's, it's always odd when they try to throw singing into like ciphers. That's not what it's meant for. Yeah, bro. Because you're also like completely off beat. So that means you had that song already in your mind before you ever heard the beat. And you're like, fuck it, I gotta make it work. It's right. like, bro, like, it doesn't go. <laughs> exactly. But um, again, I love Double XL. Great memories growing up. Um, who's gonna be on the cover? But uh, yeah, this wasn't it. So I'd be very uh, intrigued to see if this continues to be a thing for years to come. But again, no hate. Uh, just wasn't really for us. But um, I did want to get into uh, one more thing before we get into uh, some music reviews. Uh, it's pretty wild, dude. So Little Baby canceled his remaining U.S. tour dates. A few shows were still left. Um, he hasn't released a full statement yet, but uh, the internet and Twitter and I don't think people use threads anymore. Um, they lasted like five days. <laughs> but I think, like, I think the, uh, the Twitter sphere is saying that it, it's related to um, lack of uh, tour uh, dates being like uh, seats being sold. Right? They went on multiple Ticketmaster things and like you can buy 
up close and personal seats and they were all still available like day of weeks in advance. So your thoughts on what's happening to little baby today in, uh, in his career. Yeah. I mean, I can only speculate. I, I do think a lot of it does have to do with the fact that his, his run has, has slowed down. Um, I did see that via academics shout out to him that apparently 21 savages manager said that it's due to post pandemic, you know, behavior of not having as much dis disposable income and, and things like that, which I'm not buying. I think there's actually data that supports the opposite. Like during economic turmoil, all you have is entertainment and like feeling good and shit. So people actually spend more on things like that because you it's can't the only say thing that will keep Taylor them sane. Just made a billion dollars. Right. Like people have money. <laughs> right. And it's, I don't know what the ticket prices are, but I know for damn sure it's not her loss uh, prices. And I'm pretty sure her loss, the her loss tour is not hurting, hurting in any way. So there's so many examples that uh, invalidate that claim. And personally, regardless of if this happened or not, I think Lil Baby is just too one dimensional to become a superstar. He's talented. He is a star, but pretending like he's the next Drake and can be around forever, I think is uh, really misleading. Um, yeah. And if you listen to his, his most recent album, I, I kid you not, like before I got on this, I just refreshed my memory. There's like 30 songs in the album. I swear that it, it sounds like there's four beats on the whole album, but like 30 songs with the same verse. And I'm like, dude, like, I don't care how good you are. If you want to be around, you got to, every few years like switch it up because yeah fans are fickle they don't want to hear the same verses on the same beats over and over and the only reason drake and cole and kendrick can stick around and disappear if they want is because they're always doing something different yeah yeah dude again i i agree completely dude like i would say for him dude i think during the pandemic, because you brought the pandemic, I think during the pandemic, we were kind of bamboozled about like who really is running shit, right? Because that was a time that the Coles, the Kendricks, the Drakes had disappeared, right? Like, mm -hmm. uh, and then he was the one who we kind of like were leaning on, right? Because he dropped a very good album in January, February time, right before shit got crazy. Album got great reviews, similar, had 20 tracks, but like, you know, like seven or eight were like legit, like bangers, bro. Like commercials, everything. And then he dropped the bigger picture, very respected song that felt different, right? It's a Southern rapper who's known for, you know, talking about one shit now talking about real political shit. And then people were like already saying, Oh dude, he's the next guy because he happened to come out with one song that was a little bit different mm -hmm. and dude, without letting shit just play out. Right. Because as we're seeing now, two and a half years on from that time, he's not that guy, bro. Like at all. Like the album you just talked about um, is forgettable at best, bro. I don't remember the name of that fucking album. I can't tell you one song of that album that's like replayable. And people were blaming. I know you're talking about the economics. People were saying that because of the Rico cases, he didn't want to say too much and get, you know, locked up himself. And I'm like, bro, like, no, no this is just not good bro like it's yeah it's not and again he still has had great verses and other people's shit but to sell out tours and arenas right because like they booked arenas they didn't book the theater down the road from you and i 
Like they're right. booking out venues, dog. Yeah. And yeah. like, yo, you have to be a certain status to do that, bro. And I really think he is being propped up, not by just like his fan base, but I think, but like the insiders, right? Like he's always at the Michael Rubin parties, right? Mm-hmm. He's always with like James Harden. He's always get, has love, uh, gets love from like other mainstream rappers. But bro, like he's not that guy. Like he's just not, bro. So again, like him like not being able to sell out arenas isn't a surprise for me, bro, because nothing about him ever said he was that guy. Like ever. And I really just think like people got confused with a time in hip hop and a time in the world and a time in America where like shit just didn't make sense. So because it's one rapper who, uh, you know, agreed that something outrageous was happening in America made a fire song doesn't mean you're now the next guy, bro. Right. It just means you had a fire song and like, we should just take it as that, right? Because to everyone at the end of the day, we've been saying this in the pod for like two and a half years now, bro. Like it's Drake, it's Cole, it's Kendrick, it's Travis, it's Future. And then it's everybody else, bro. And he's just another guy, bro. And like, right. if we're doing a tier system, bro, I know Rap Caviar, I'm pretty sure they have him like in tier one. There's no fucking way. Bro, there's just too many guys ahead of him. I have ASAP Rocky ahead of him, Tyler. Gunna's Keith ahead brothers. of him, in my opinion. Who? Gunna. Yeah, bro. 100%. Dude, as far as like a rapper, like, mm-hmm. as, dude, like, yeah, like, so, yeah, but I think this is just unfortunate for him, right? Like, because now it's public. But this is shit that I think you've been saying for a while now. So kudos to you. But like, bro, like, he's just not that guy, man. And it just sucks. You got to cancel tour dates. It looks silly now. Your brand might take a hit. I think his core fan base isn't going anywhere, but I think they, I think the QC, the, the, the label behind them got, I think they miscued and misinterpreted the numbers during a very specific time and projected that out. And it's like, no, bro, just because you have one fire song doesn't mean it's going to last forever if you keep doing the same shit. So right. um, yeah, I think it's just poor management to be perfectly honest. I, I'd agree with that. And to go back to your point about rumors about him not wanting to, deal with the rico case and stuff i if a requirement to make good music is incriminate yourself then you probably shouldn't be making music like figure out something to rap about like he he did it before with uh, the black lives matter type uh song i think it was during the pandemic or something yeah but, the bigger the bigger picture yeah but like that that is just such a stupid thing for someone to say like your favorite you think your favorite artist couldn't make music because he's afraid to uh self snitch like that's just so stupid. Like you're not an artist then if all you can talk about is all the bad shit that you are currently or recently did. Like that's just stupid. Yeah. Yeah. So again, well, I mean, again, he's not gonna fall off the face of the earth, but I just think it's like almost like a realignment of like the status and levels of hip hop. And it's like, bro, you were kind of pegged up a little bit too much. And this is a very humbling but public being kind of brought down back to earth right now. Mm-hmm. And I, I think. To succeed or to be a superstar, you definitely need range. And I think that's what was to go back to the double XL uh, uh, argument. Like I didn't see very much potential for range, but hopefully we're, we're uh, surprised and they prove us wrong because we're in desperate need of Oh, dude, I would love that, bro. I would love that. I would, dude, yeah, dude. Honestly, for the sake of this pod, <laughs> like I would, yeah. uh, but more so just uh, for us as listeners, bro. Like, yeah, it's been a, a struggle, man. So 
but yeah, shout out to little baby. I mean, I still, I, I, I still appreciate a little baby banger here and there, but uh, I don't think we got it enough. And I think that's why the tours aren't selling as opposed to some, uh, some bigger thing. But um, dude, before we get into here the week, man, again, as I, and it's kind of like a nice segue, I think as we've been, uh, you know, music deprived over the last few months, nothing's really come out. Obviously we both enjoyed um, Gunner's album or whatever, a couple nice songs on Young Thug's album. There really hasn't been much since Yachty's album, which dropped back in February, bro. So I started re-examining some albums that dropped this year uh, and previous years just so to make sure, like, bro, I wasn't like a prisoner of the moment um, kind of a thing. And I really, like, go back. Like, did I enjoy this? Did I really hate it? Like, where do I truly stand on this now? So I went back to the Keitronada album, Keitronada and Amide's album, which dropped in early May. Um, I think at the time I gave it a very good review, right? I was surprised that the album was like 10, 11 songs, but the album was, I would say, 90%, mainly like just hip hop beats and normal mm -hmm. hip hop uh, topics and content, right? Um, so, dude, I would say this now after re-listening to the album yesterday. I would say, I still agree it's a solid album, but I would truly say a forgettable album. And that like hurts me to say, because I love these two guys individually, right? And it's one thing to say, like, I, I want to do something different, right? But, bro, you guys do shit different on your own time, bro. If you're <laughs> going to come together, give the people what the fuck they want, bro. Like, the people wanted house fucking beats with hints of hip-hop influence and then Amine rapping slash singing all of them in a very upbeat, funky vibe, bro. Like, I, I, like I was seriously wanting their version and honestly i thought a better version of honestly never mind what drake did last summer like that's what i wanted and expected and then in re-listening to it i'm like yeah this isn't that bro but i also don't want this from you you know what i mean like at no point am i like dude i can't wait to get you not to drop some fucking like hip-hop beat like bro i don't go to you for this i go to hip boy I go to fucking Metro. I go to other fucking producers for that, bro. So again, mm -hmm. every artist has the ability to do whatever the fuck they want with their lives. I get that. But as a consumer, I just feel like in re-listening to this album, dude, it really, it was, I'm not saying a throwaway, right? Because they're too good for artists. But it's like, bro, like, we don't want this, bro. <laughs> like, I don't want this. This doesn't do anything for me. At the gym, there's no bangers to keep you going. And when you're lounging outside, which is the whole point of like the summer album, and it's like even the album covers like a fun thing. They're outside, drinks in hand. Bro, you never get that vibe besides like one or two songs on the album. So it's also like my thing is like I feel like they kind of lied to us when they dropped that initial single with Pharrell yeah, forever. forever. Yeah, sure. And you're like, oh, this is fun. Am I going to get like eight more tracks of this? You're like, no, I'm not. And it's like, bro, like what the fuck? And like, why did you? put out West Side or something as your lead single, if that's going to be the yeah. the, uh, the direction of the album, because you kind of like lied to us by giving us that. So I think overall, I would say I'm actually more disappointed than I realized at the time of, uh, of the album coming out. Interesting. So I'm really glad that you you added this to the rundown because uh, it forced me to re-listen to it and it makes for great content because I actually turned a new leaf and I have the opposite Effect so you enjoyed happening. it more this time? So I didn't, I, I felt the way you felt when I first heard it. I'm like, this isn't what I expected. I'm like, I don't really need this. It's forgettable. But then on the way at work and on the way home, I re-listened to it. And like, I added like seven songs that I really skimmed through and didn't give a fuck about. So I actually really appreciated it. Um, 
I won't say it's necessarily the most memorable thing, but I think I more so appreciated it for what it was. There definitely were some forgettable songs, but that he could have followed the format of forever from. But there was definitely some songs that I uh, realized were a lot more fire than I thought personally um, that I've replayed several times today. Um, and I don't know if it, I necessarily give credit to the K Tronada side of things because to your point, a lot of it did sound like hip hop beats that not anyone could create, but like it wasn't the, the K Tronada brand. Um, yeah, it wasn't on brand. Yeah, it wasn't on brand. Um, I mean, shout out to him for still making the beats that I thought, obviously he made the beats for the songs that I, I replayed and thought were dope. Um, but for me, I think I w- I've just been longing for um, rap that has a more traditional flow, but over beats that are kind of more tranquil and and easy listening. Um, so yeah, I, I I thought it was a nice change of pace. And I, I guess at the time I was on vacation, I didn't really realize it. But for me, it was a, a breath of fresh air, really nice. listening to it. Yeah, I think, and I, I get what you're saying. I, I obviously don't disagree uh, with your point of view, but I would say for me, I think I also put myself in my shoes when I first heard it. And dude, I was like in Ibiza, bro. Like, I'm like, bro, like I want fucking like, yo, like, let's fucking like, yo, yeah, we're, yeah. like dude, every, every song, bro, you can look through any video of Kate Trinata, like DJing, Boiler Room, wherever in the world, bro, it is a fucking vibe, bro. Like mm-hmm. a fucking phenomenal house energy vibe. And bro, I don't get that on any song in this album. So it's like when I listen to Casey, I'm like, I'm going to him for like a certain thing, right? So I just felt like that was like the letdown for me. It's like, bro, like, fuck, man. Like, yeah, this is probably the first time I ever like truly wanted to peep one of your albums because now you have like one of my favorite rappers on it. I'm just like, oh, bro, this is not what I want. Like, this, so I think it's more like, this might be like more of like a personal thing. Like I do, like I, I was expecting one thing, like, and that, not that I was expecting it. I think it was like, yo, I wanted one thing. Like, I really mm-hmm. wanted that. And I was like, oh, man, this is not what I want. Yeah. No, I still stand with you on that. I think that that's odd to me. So I appreciate the songs that I do like. But I still, to this day, I'm like, how is Forever with Pharrell such a dope-ass song? You made that your single. And then we listen to it and you're giving us like rock music. Like that's yeah. basically what I felt like <laughs> was going on. I'm like, this shit makes no sense. Dude, no sense, bro. I'm saying like, I feel like they laid the platform for us and then like kind of just took it away from us. So mm-hmm. again, I love both of them individually, but again, I just personally think the Katrinata, Katrinata thing just didn't live up to my, like it wasn't what I wanted, bro. But I, I, I agree with you. There was still, bro, like I love the, um, the Snoop Dogg song. Like, I think someone wrote that for Snoop because I don't think he writes anything <laughs> these days. But, like, bro, that was fun, right? But it still was just, like, a laid-back hip-hop song. I'm just like, bro, yeah. like, this is not what I want, bro. This is not summer, you know what I mean? So, whatever. Good to, uh, but I'm glad you re-listened to it, bro, because, again, I mean, again, it's still something we got this year. Um, <laughs> but, yeah, man, let's get to some Heat of the Week, episode 148, because I am very intrigued to see what you were able to pull out and just – listen to this uh, weekend because bro it was a struggle for me i mean thanks to you my heat of the week uh comes from the k Tramina album now it's actually oh, nice. the the first song on the track who who he is um oh with the diddy intro uh i believe so um 
I don't know. I, I kept replaying it in the middle of the song, so I don't okay. I don't recall the exact <laughs> intro. Uh, but I love the verses on it. Um, he's not doing anything too crazy with it, but there's little subtle like artistic things I noticed, like the way he says the word watch and it like reverbs and gets really loud and stuff. Um, so yeah, I really appreciated this track. It's I would say it's one of the closer things to a banger on this album. Um, something I immediately added to my playlist and yeah, it just it just got me excited to re-listen to the rest of the album because I think I kind of glossed over it when I first was on vacation and I'm like, this is not the vibe right now. Like I'm in Singapore. This track sounds kind of like gritty and shit. So Yeah, and they're and yeah, it's like an actual like you need to deep dive into the lyrics. It's like right. well, I'm not trying to do that right now. <laughs> like, yeah, <laughs> exactly. No, but that's uh no, I I, I like the production of that song a lot. So uh that's a good choice. Uh so who who he is, bro. So Okay, so my heat of the week is not from this week, bro. It's from, dude, decades ago. Like, it feels <laughs> like decades ago. So, bro, I was really, bro, I was looking for some fucking, I need some fucking hip-hop today when I was at the gym. I'm like, bro, like, this, like, these, the algorithm feeding me the same shit over and over. I'm like, bro, no, I need some different shit. So, dude, I went to the game, the documentary album, we listened to that. Dude, that album, I would say... No skips, bro. That's funny. Phenomenal. I listened to that the other day too. Did you really? Yeah, because I was I ran out of music and I watched Put You on Game and shit. And I'm like, damn, the beats on this and hooks, phenomenal. Dude, put you on game. Uh the other song that I really liked from that album, dude, start from scratch. Um, which I think is a as a havoc produced song. Mm -hmm. Um, from dude, obviously though, the shit with 50 Cent is next level, bro. Like how we yeah. do is fucking one of the greatest <laughs> songs ever, dude. Like you know how we did like the whole video um, analysis of Can't Hang? Bro, yeah, yeah. I think if we did like another video analysis of like that video, bro, they're like some fucking, that video is insane, dude, but whatever. So I went down that rabbit hole, right? And then I was like, bro, but I need some like even grittier shit, bro. So I went to some G-Unit, Who Kid mixtape shit, bro. So I fell upon a song that I fell in love with. This song came out, hold on, this was like 2000 and eight bro so return of the body snatchers this is dj who kid and jude it's like first mixtape after 50 said dropped uh curtis which was the album that went head to head with uh with uh kanye again mm -hmm. obviously lost that battle i think he was trying to recreate his buzz and they did have like another nice little two-year run of like jackie people's beats and it being great so bro the song that i fell in love with was the first song of the album like a dog do you remember that? No, I, I'm excited to listen to it though. I'll send it to you, bro. Bro, really, yo, gritty. Everything you love about hip, like G Unit shit, um, like the, from the fucking guns going off on random parts of the verse to just a fun hook, bro. Like just everything, man. So that was like the vibe I've been in right now. Like, dude, I'm like, man, I just need like better hip hop, bro. That's why, like, when I was I listened to that this morning and then I was like doing the double uh, XL shit for the pod. And I was like, bro, this isn't, what the fuck is this, bro? Like, I don't want to listen yeah. to shit. So yeah, man, it's just, I think we're officially at that stage where like we're the old good heads. old days are behind us. Kind yeah. Of yeah. I'm starting to feel like an old head because I do like a lot of the, the younger stuff, but as the weeks go by, I'm, I'm going back to old stuff and even the old stuff of the, current artists that are still putting out music like drake and whoever else i'm like there's just something about 
music nowadays where it's really hard to find those gems. It's hard to find the gems. Uh, they're rushing through the songs now. Um, and yeah, man, it's also like played the fuck out, bro. Like, you know what I mean? Like mm -hmm. you like TikTok, people's stories on IG, like make you fucking hate songs. It's like, right. bro, like I can't fucking get away from this shit. You know what I mean? <laughs> like, so yeah, man, it was nice to kind of do a deep dive and I'm probably gonna do a little bit more of that. Um, obviously as we wait for Utopia and you know, it's not to come yeah. out, but yeah, definitely go peep, uh, like a dog. Um, and, uh, what is it? He is, what is it? um, um yeah, who he is. Yeah, who he is, who he is. Mine, um, all that on the uh, Apple and Spotify Heat of the Week playlist, updated weekly, so enjoy that. But yeah, yeah, my God, that's everything. Episode 148 in the books. Let the people know what we got going on. Let's get out of here. Yes, sir. Check us out at audio-theory.com. New episode every week. Got the Apple Music and Spotify playlist on there as well. So be sure to check out the Heat of the Week selections. And if you're on YouTube, check down below. We got merch for you to purchase. And otherwise, like, subscribe, comment, do what you got to do to help support the channel. Keep commenting. Hit the fucking like button, bro. Love you, man. Yes, sir. Talk Love soon. you too. Peace. Peace.